today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. And there are uh, sexual assault cases uh, for the victim's name not to be published. As a matter of fact, there's usually a publication ban over the whole trial. And uh, it is uh, ostensibly used to protect the uh, identity of the uh, the victim or the alleged victim, I guess, as the case may be. Uh, but that's starting to change. Uh, sexual assault victim Crystal Augustine requested her identity be made public. And uh, for a very interesting reason, Susan Claremont writes about it today in today's Hamilton Spectator. Susan, of course, is the award-winning crime specialist and crime reporter uh, for the Hamilton Spectator, and she joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about that. Good morning, Susan. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm good, Bill. Thanks. You've been covering this for a long time. Uh, and, and talk to us about the, 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 the motivation for this story and how you came across uh, Crystal's particular story. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um So, unfortunately, uh, sex assault cases are heard in our courthouse virtually every day. In fact, probably several times a day. Um, These are are so common, in fact, that I I can't even begin to cover all of them. Um, But what stands out about this particular case is that the victim, Crystal Augustine, wanted the public to know her name. And for the last 30 years or so, um, there has been a law in place that um, puts an automatic publication ban on sexual assault trials that prohibits um, the publication of um, the identity of the victims. So this victim, Crystal, had to actually apply to the court um, to have that ban lifted so that her name could be reported and her identity could be known. So this is, it's kind of crazy, really, that she actually had to apply to have this done. Because uh, you've been involved in publication bans, Susan. I mean, you've had not just with sexual assault cases, but on the other track, you've challenged them in some cases, some of them successfully. But there's also, uh, from the media standpoint, almost been a, yeah, we'll back off because it's a sexual assault thing, and there's so, some uh, sympathy, I guess, for alleged victims in situations like this. But but why, why Crystal? Why was she motivated to say, look, it, I, I've got to do this? Yeah, I mean, you're right. I'm, I deal with publication bans all the time. They're the bane of my existence <laughs> as a reporter. <laughs> and you've written about um, that, too. Yeah, absolutely. But but you're right. On on sexual assault cases, um, we don't challenge it. <clears throat> it's just the way it is. Uh, but Crystal saw this differently. Um, Crystal, in, in Crystal's case, um, she was sexually assaulted by her father. This has been decided by the court. A jury found him guilty of sexual assault. He's been sentenced. Um, and when there is a publication ban that that prevents me from identifying the victim. In the case where it's a a family sexual assault, it also, the ban also inadvertently also protects the perpetrator because um, for me to name Crystal's father, for instance, her name is Crystal Augustine, his name is Robert Augustine, for me to name her father and to describe to my readers that he was convicted of sexually assaulting his daughter, that would identify Crystal, even if I didn't name her. So um, what a ban on a, a victim's identity does is sometimes it also protects the perpetrator. And yeah, Crystal, it's, it's an unintended consequence, but it happens nonetheless. That's right. 
And so Crystal recognized that, and um, she decided to have the publication ban lifted for a couple of reasons. One is that she wanted her, her father's name out there. She wanted people to know who he is and what he's done. Um, she did that in part in, in case there are other victims, who, uh, his own victims. If there are, she wants them to know that he has been convicted and she wants them to come forward. Um, I have no indication there are other victims, but if there were, that was her thinking. She also wants to set an example for, for other um, sexual assault victims in general. She wants them to know that they are not alone. And she wants them to know that they have nothing to be ashamed of, that, that being the victim of a sexual assault does not mean that you have done anything wrong. And so she has courageously, I think, put herself out there uh, in the hopes of giving strength and, and encouragement to other victims. Because we also know, Bill, that, that very few sexual assault victims actually ever um, come forward and report um their offense, their, their sexual assault to police. So perhaps this will encourage them to do so. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.